I did not know that. Oh, that's oh funny. the plot thickens. <laughs> well, it gets thicker. It is like thicker than water. What's up, weirdos? We're back with another wacky-ass episode on Wednesday of Fucking Fine. I'll see you soon. Uh, The show where we talk about all things millennial, anxiety-induced, and um, whatever the fuck I feel like. I'm very excited. This week, I have my best friend, OG best friend, Michelle, on as my co-host. However, um... I can 110% confirm that I'm the worst co-host ever because I forgot to ask our co-host what her sign was. But I know her birthday, and I know she's a Leo. She is so Leo, in fact, that she has a tattoo of a lion. But that's besides the point. Um, we didn't really get to talk about our signs, but that's okay because she's, she, she's full Leo. I can confirm it. This has been a very anxiety-inducing day. Um, most recently, I just replied all to a work email, and I, I shouldn't have. And I am um, a little bummed. We had a really cool fucking episode planned. Michelle's sister actually was the guest co-host originally. We recorded on Saturday. We did it in the car <laughs> on the ride to a ghost tour. And the audio was terrible, so I had to redo it for you. Um, So, oh, the pressure has been on today, man. I am, like, super fucking stressed out. Uh, My fucking fact check for you from last week is that Jay Duplass is the other Duplass brother. (laughs) I don't know why names constantly escape me. (sighs) What else do I have to say? Uh, It was... It was election day yesterday. I hope you all made it to the polls. This episode gets a little bit political, mostly for me. And I just wanted to remind you that I have no fucking qualifications for this. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. My opinions are are brash and probably unrealistic. And they're just opinions. And I don't really know what else to say on it, but I I am very opinionated and I like to say whatever the fuck comes to mind. So please disregard whatever. I just don't. It is what it is. I am really fucking excited that my brother has finally decided to resume our cooking show. So this December, we will be back with another season of Meals NSFW. The show where you take whatever the fuck you have and make some shit out of it. I am really fucking hype because I love to cook. And again, I'm not very good at it. (laughs) The show is funny. There's some episodes on cynicalcandor.com. You can also look up Cassandra Clairhaut on YouTube and I'm sure it'll pop up. It's mildly entertaining, but we have some really awesome new ideas for this next season, so I'm looking forward to that. I just had to plug, you know, one of my uh, other outlets while I'm here. I hope to have some of our former uh, guest co-hosts come on and do taste testing for me, which will be pretty fucking cool. So there's some overlap, you know? And I think that's really all I have for you before we get into this episode. Hopefully, I can have Laura back on in the future and I will never have sound quality issues again. But obviously, Murphy's Law. This uh, Wednesday is very cold (laughs) in the 60s. And it's supposed to be like 45 degrees on Friday, so... Bundle up, bitches. We're we're in the midst of cuffing season. I hope you all have somebody to cuddle with. All right. Love you. Here's our guest co-host for this week. All right. We're rolling. Thanks for... Welcome to your bedroom. Welcome to my bedroom. Happy we're recording on election day. So I hope you all voted yesterday, bitches. So, oh, it's yesterday by the time they hear it. Yes. Gotcha. Yes, exactly. Um, so I'm going to update you before we start. (laughs) 
who the kids are calling 22. Oh, okay. <laughs> AKA Letter Kenny. So this is the one from the other night. This is Colonial. Gotcha. So we went to the Colonial. Well, first we went, what was it called? Uh, Tinsel. Nightmare Before Tinsel in Philly. It was very fun. So it's like this, if you don't know, it's like this holiday-themed bar. So every year for Christmas, they do one called Tinsel, and it's all Christmas-themed. And then they did a Nightmare Before Tinsel that was Halloween-themed. It was very cool. It was cool. And Michelle forgot her ID, and her mom sent a picture, and they let us in anyway. So that was the most clutch thing of the night. I was so embarrassed. So then we... (laughs) I'm surprised they let you in. Then we came back locally, because no no other bar would let us in. And we went out to um, one of the OG favorite spots, the Colonial. And it was karaoke night. And I sang American Boy. And everybody, like, loved it for some reason. Yes, and based on her (laughs) excellent performance, (laughs) we were approached. (laughs) Yes, by these boys. And I say boys because they were literally 22 years old. But anyway, um, we text, I guess we text, oh, because he watched, did I tell this story on the podcast before? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I cut it because it was like TMI. But he like walked us out and like we exchanged numbers. Yes, this guy, so he was just kind of following us around because he just wanted to talk to Cass, right? Yeah. And then he follows us out of the bar and she gives him her number. Yes, he kissed me, which was adorable. Did but... he? I didn't see that. No, you didn't see that? No. <laughs> I did not know that. So, um, we texted. I blew him off that one night. I told you, like, I just wasn't feeling it. And just, like, myself. Like, I didn't feel like going out. And, um, because the other thing is that, like, I'm trying not to drink on weekdays. Right. And I don't want to, like. It's hard to go hang out with someone you don't know and not drink. Right. Right. Especially when he's 22 and I'm, like, an old lady, you know? Whatever. So, which I I bounced it off a few people and everybody's like, it's fine. It's not that big of a difference. But I'm like, my brother is turning 21. It's weird. You know what I mean? Like, my little baby brother. Anyway. So, um, I ended up staying in one weekend dog sitting and we were texting and he asked me to hang out again and I was like, listen, I'm just not going out. I'm in, in New Jersey. I would have to pay to cross the bridge. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with this right now. Um, but then I was like, what are you doing for Halloween? And, um, that Friday I had a party to go to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, would you want to come to this Halloween party? Oh, and he was like, like a date date. Cause I, no, not, <laughs> not really. Well, because I was getting ready, too, with my friend in Horsham, so I was like, he can meet me there. That way we don't have to sit in the car together awkwardly. And, true, like, true. He can come in, like, my friends can tell me, like, what they think, whatever. Right. So, he, and I also was kind of, like, hoping he would say no, but he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm game. So he shows up by himself, dressed as Wayne from Letterkenny, which is great, Um and then I got wasted, and we ended up in the bathroom, and that all happened. Okay. <laughs> not all of it. Not all of it. But some it stuff happened. happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what? Like, did you guys speak after that? No, I, well, not, that night I just left. Like, I left him there. You left him there? Yeah, I was, like, blackout wasted. <gasps> we, we went back to, <laughs> we went back to Greg's house, and, like, I like fell Wait, asleep. Wait, weren't on you his ride couch. there? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, he Ubered. He met me there. Okay, okay, gotcha. Because I was at with my friend Kate, right. getting ready because we did the whole devil angel thing. And gotcha. Then, yeah, I just left him there, and I was like, oh my god, I can't. I woke up the next morning and I was like, I can't believe I left him there. Like, yeah, I felt like a dick, and I was like, he's never gonna talk to me again because I left him at a party with all these strangers, and like, he barely knows me. So I just texted him, and I was like, I'm so sorry, like, thanks for coming, and I didn't hear from him for a few hours, and I was like, oh my god, and he was like, it's okay, I had a really great time last night, and I was like, okay, great, cool, so, yeah, interesting, right? (laughs) I don't know, so I don't know where to go from here. You know what would be really funny? If he listened to your podcast. There's no way, though. (laughs) I don't know his last name, and he he knows But you know what? You you would think there's no way, but clearly (laughs) there's a way. (laughs) 
You never know who's listening. But I met him. <laughs> it's just, I met him in the wild, like, not on the internet. So he doesn't know my name. So we're friends on Snapchat, obviously, because we have each other's phone number. And I fucking hate, Snapchat is dead. Um, yeah, I don't use it. It's stupid, but we're not friends on Instagram. I don't even know where to look. For, I tried on Facebook to find him, like, mm-hmm. putting in his name and Morris, or where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, it's such a generic name, and I'm like trying to like the extended version of his name. Like, right. no, nothing. So I don't know if he. I don't know if you're listening. Listen, listen up and listen good. <laughs> Call me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just text me. Um. So who are you? What's your name? Do I have to give like my full government and everything? Whatever you want. Who are you? All right. So my name's Michelle, and. I am probably Cass's longest friend, right? Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, you're the OG best friend, but then I was like, wait, there was Rebecca Orman. Well, you know, grade, I mean like... The, and then Selena Chan. The friend that's still around. And then around. you're really, yeah. I don't think you're inviting Selena Chan on the podcast. No, <laughs> no but Not that it would be an interesting episode. If you're listening, Selena, good times. But, yeah, so probably the longest friend. We've been best friends since third grade. Um, And I, myself, am a high school teacher at a high school that I will not name. But I teach 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, and I teach a couple different subjects. But I don't know if I should even get into all that. Whatever you want. Yes. So I'm a history teacher, and I'm in grad school because apparently if you're going to be a teacher... You have to keep going to school forever so that they know that you know how to teach. Do you really have to? Or yeah. is it to help make money? No, well, there, you they... do get a pay raise once you get your master's degree, but you get your first teaching certificate after your bachelor's degree, and it's only valid for six years. And then in order to get your instructional two, your second certificate, you basically have to complete a master's program. So either you can... Which is wild. Yeah, so you can't teach anymore after those six years if you don't go ahead and get your That's, master's. I didn't realize that. That sucks. Yeah, it does. And again, like, it's good because you do get a pay raise, but at the same time, I'm still paying down my undergrad exactly. loans. So it's, I feel like it's just the vicious cycle. It's never going to end. This the the student loans. So it is what it is. And Well, I was thinking about it yesterday because I was talking to um, Amber Bremi now. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, ha- she has her master's. She was talking about, I guess, Juan Popo has his master's. And I was like, isn't it, it's crazy to me that, like, it's such a requirement now for it. And I would love to get it, but I can't f- fucking even conceptualize it's a trap. the isn't amount of debt I have going back. It's crazy, back. right? So I feel like we were tricked. Like, we mm-hmm. were told, you have to go to college. Like, you have to go to college, you have and to you get a bachelor's stop. degree, or you'll <laughs> never get a job, right? Well, now we all have a bachelor's degree, and a lot of people still can't even find a job. Exactly. So now you have to get your master's, and it's just like this vicious cycle, and keep piling up your student loans, but nobody wants to do anything to help our generation to pay them down. So, right. I don't know, it's just kind of crazy. Um, and you're, you're 27. Yeah. I'll answer that for you. Um, how, so that's what you're doing, I guess, basically answer that. Yeah. Grad school. It, it kind of like consumes my life, you know, teaching and grad school is basically all I do. Yeah. You know, like people ask me, like my one friend, Ashley asked me to join a book club. She's like, Oh, I'm I'm reading. I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to do a book club with me? And I was like, dude, no. no. <laughs> like, I read all day, every day, right. textbooks and, you know, PDFs online for my grad. It's just too much. I'm like, I read enough. Yeah. I would love to read for leisure, but I really can't. I barely can, and I'm not even nearly as consumed by it, but I feel like because I'm staring at my phone reading all day, I'm like, I don't, yeah. I can only read in these quick bursts. That's like, true. to sit down and concentrate, because I'm interrupted every, like, 15 minutes I always wanted to try audible because I feel like that would be yeah because I'll listen to I don't really even listen to the radio that much anymore I'll usually listen to podcasts on my way to and from work Mm -hmm. and if I had audible I could just listen Listen to to a book books but but I also feel something like um like some sort of satisfaction out of reading actual material yeah oh I do too um I have have plenty of books on my shelf (laughs) 
Yeah, you do. You have I'll a very nice to. collection. Thank you. I've been working on it. I saw your Instagram story the other day, and I was I was vastly impressed. I have a lot of really cool books, so whenever I have a house someday, I can buy a nice, really nice bookshelf to mm-hmm. display them, because that's kind of like a crappy, like, you know, Amazon bookshelf. Yeah, it's still nice. Yeah, it'll get there. Um, how I guess, how did we meet? We met at the bus stop. Yeah, Laura went into the whole detail. I was like, "Tell him what she used to call me." Uh-huh. So I, if that if that podcast comes back to life, you know, you guys will hear that. But we met at the bus stop because we all rode the same bus because we live on the same block. Yes, a few houses down from each other, and it was me and my sister and our friend Kristen, and then Cass was there, but she wasn't like in the friend group yet. No, they used to make fun of me because I was so poor, and I would wear bandanas. They would make fun of me for wearing bandanas. I don't think we understood <laughs> the concept of being poor. We just, like, I don't I, would, I don't even think it was me, me my, so much. No, my sister was Laura the bully was of us all. <laughs> and, like, me and Kristen were just kind of, like, the quiet followers. We were like, okay, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, so it wasn't anything about you being poor. It was like, oh, look at that girl's bandana. Yeah. <laughs> like, my like, stupid ghetto shoes. We were jerks. Like, we were kids. Um... But then third grade, it all changed. I think, did I have, like, a lemonade stand or something? You came down, and I was, like, playing out for, out on the sidewalk. Yeah, I don't and know. And then it just changed. Because we didn't have the same third grade class, did we? No. Did we, you had know. Hopkins. I had oh, Corman. yeah, that's right. But we then we had fourth grade together with Miss Mandel. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's when it changed. We, like, figured out who our fourth grade teachers were. Maybe it was the summer of third mm-hmm. grade. It could have been. Yep, and then I transitioned from being friends with Selena Chan. <laughs> to me. And then we had that infamous photo. There's this infamous photo of me and Cass at the um, Student of the Month ceremony. Oh, yeah. In fourth grade. And so I was wearing, if you're a 90s baby, you know that there were these shirts. And you know the shirts that would say, like, hottie, angel, devil. Yes. So I'm wearing a shirt that said hottie in flames. And we're, um, like, standing in front of the Student of the Month. I wore a, a black baseball <laughs> t-shirt and Adidas, like, snap-up pants. Yes. Yeah, and we're, like, sticking our tongues out at each other at the Student of the Month ah, ceremony. That's such a cute picture. Yeah, so. Before we got old and ugly. Right. Now we have wrinkles. It's not even cute anymore. I'm excited. I'm, I have a game for us to play at the end. I've kind of made it up, but if it's been done before, then that's what it is. But okay. um, we'll get to that at the end. So what's, what freaks you out? What gives you anxiety? What okay, so I bugs was, you out? I was thinking about this and like... Probably, like, two major things. So, like, one of them... Well, one is, like, legitimate things that I have a reason to have anxiety over. Like, school and keeping up with my job Mm -hmm. and, like, family problems and medical issues. Like, all of that stuff gives me extreme anxiety. You know, like, when when it becomes too much. But, like, I think in a... I don't want to say irrational anxiety or, like... But something that I've always had is I'm, like, an extreme introvert... And social interaction is very hard for me, and it always has been, especially since I was a kid. And, like, now it's, like, cool. Everybody's like, I'm an introvert. I need my time alone. And I'm like, no, that's not not what an introvert is. Like, I just don't. Right. Like, being an introvert has actually caused problems for me in my life. Like, making friends has always been difficult. People always thought I was mean. But really, I just feel such anxiety about talking to people that I don't know Mm -hmm. like when I was a kid I used to be too embarrassed to like speak to a cashier at a store like or when you would say a funny joke and I would repeat it out loud that's one thing I remember (laughs) from elementary and middle school I would like only talk to you or whoever my close friend I was with because I was just unfriendly I was just shy and I would like say something funny to you and then you would repeat it and everyone would laugh and I was like god That was my joke. (laughs) Which is probably why we clicked so well, because I was so obnoxious. Most of my best friends, well, I have three best friends. (laughs) I guess four if you count my sister, but my best friends are all extroverts. They're all people who talk to other people very easily. They make their way easily in a crowd, and then I think maybe that's why I cling to them, because it helps me to, like with my social interaction. But I think you can definitely see a progression over the years because you were very shy yeah, when was. we first met. I've definitely gotten and better. And I wouldn't call you shy anymore. I still am in a way, though. Like, I mean, I... 
I have to be more comfortable, like, speaking, because, I, you know, I'm a teacher. Every day mm-hmm. I have to stand up in front of a class of 30 kids and, you know, put on, like, a circus act. But, like, even, like, talking to my coworkers, I hate it. Yeah. Like, I don't want my coworkers to think I don't like them or I'm antisocial, but just, like, like, y'all are cool, but I just want to eat my lunch alone in my room and not be bothered. Me. I don't know. You know? Yeah. So it's tough. Even even still, as an adult, like, I'm, I'm much better, but at the same time. I still have trouble with social interaction. Yeah. So that's me, the introvert, not the super cool introvert. Like, I just need some time to lay in bed and watch Netflix. But, like, I have legit anxieties over talking to people. That's just so weird because that's not introverted to me because, like, I spend a lot of time alone and I need a lot of time alone because yeah. I'm exhausted. I or, think like, everybody does to but an extent. I would never call myself an introvert by right. any means. Yeah, like, I think to an extent everybody needs time to, like, decompress after you've been, like, out and about and around people. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, I don't know. Like, remember I was telling you when we went to... Amber's barbecue and I was seeing all these people from high school and after being there for like 30 minutes I was like oh my god like I just can't take it anymore like I like these people they're great people and it was so nice to see them there's a lot of people there small talking is just like emotionally draining to me yeah like you know what I mean after that I just needed to recharge it's funny too because we um we talked about that yesterday I told her that like she was like you were overwhelmed and um she, she was like, you could tell she was very quiet, kind of just like taking everything all in. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, I get, I totally get it. It's also awkward because like people Every- from your past are there. Right. And, like- and everyone there, I feel like, you know, they all still hang out or see each other to an extent. Like right. a lot of those people that were there, I haven't seen them in years. Right. So it was uncomfortable for me. And yes, like people from my past were there. So that was really weird. My past yeah. life. I lived a past life. <laughs> We've evolved so much. I was thinking about that on the way over. Like, we're very much the same in, like, the core, but we're very different people than we were growing up, I guess. Yes, that's true. Um, so, yeah, I think those are my two main anxieties. Like, anxiety that I think is justified because I just have a lot going on in my life at all times. And then, like, just my anxiety over... Like, inherent. Yeah, over just always having been a shy person. And anytime I have to talk to people... I just dread it. Like, if my neighbors are outside when I pull up in my car, I will, like, wait until they go inside just so I don't have to say hi. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Is that terrible? No, I've, I've been there. Um, one of the one of the things that is a big part of it for me is like being stoned out of my mind like I can't talk to people when I'm when I'm high um so like hence not smoking as much lately because I do think with what I'm trying to pursue I need to be a little more um fake unfortunately but sociable in that regard Mm -hmm. especially with like dog clients and stuff because you're trying to like win people over so you can't be like a you have to have your professional personality and then who you really are but I also think being depressed does that a lot for me too like I have a very hard time wanting to talk to people when I am having like depression episodes yeah because it's draining yeah and you're just like what is the point of this conversation like Nothing good is going to come from it. But I think, like, I'm in a good enough place now that I'm not, like, as... But I don't think it's terrible. I have uh, neighbors, the ones that moved in where Chris used to live, right next door. Yeah. Um, They're about our age, and they never, like, look at all. And I'm like, that's... I don't care. Yeah. Like, but well, I think I it's also like a cultural more, thing, yes, too. Yes, I think that's more common in our generation. Yep. You know, I mean, we're always looking at our phones when we're in line, you know, like I don't don't talk to me in line. People always talk to me when I'm at the liquor store, which drives me nuts because I'm like, like, are you drunk already? Is this why you want to talk to me? Yeah. But like making stupid small talk and like, I don't want to be unfriendly, but like you can exchange two words and be done. And then there's like a crossing the line where I'm just like, what is the point of you're just talking just to talk like (laughs) That's the other part. I think we're so inundated with information all the time that, like, it is exhausting. Yeah. And, like, talking just to talk is sometimes, like, just shut the fuck up. That's true. Especially, like, when you come in from work and you have to talk all day at work and then, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, no matter what type of job you do, you have to talk to people. And so sometimes when you come home, you just want to sit in silence. Yep. This is why I love walking dogs yeah. and writing because, like, I Because can the dogs don't try to talk to you. Exactly. Um, I do like to come home and, like, 
I like living with my family. I do like to talk to my family, but I often need like 15 minutes. Like, yeah, to decompress. Let me put my stuff down. Let me like get these thoughts out of my head and then I can relax. But I don't think you're alone in that. I think many people feel that way. Yeah. And it's got to be so exhausting for you with, um, talking to kids all day because they're fucking annoying yeah it's tough you know you answer the same question over and over and over again and you explain it and then they you know they still ask so yeah I mean you have to have a lot of patience I've gotten much better over the years I've been teaching for four years now so it's like a skill that comes with time um along with that though today when I went to vote um when I was walking in I was like please don't talk do you vote at the library? No, I vote at the um, firehouse, okay. which is right behind my house, which was why I could walk over. Yeah. And that was nice. Um, but, you know, the people are waiting outside for whatever to convince you of, I don't know what the fuck they're there for. you, like, pamphlets and flyers yeah. and stuff. And I just, like, put my head down because I'm like, please don't talk to me. I feel the same way about, like, salespeople. Like, yeah. Because I feel like I'm... Uh, like has been said, I'm a yes man and I'm very much like eager to please and like you can't be like trying to convince me of things because I'll like feed into your bullshit and I just mm-hmm. I, I just oh that freaked me out. But I almost feel me. like I almost feel like it should be illegal for the people who like stand outside of the polling places and they like solicit solicit you with flyers. Yeah. I don't know. I mean I get it, but then it's almost kind of like I do feel like that should be illegal. Like, post your signs and whatever, you know, like, leading up to election right. day. But on election day, just let people vote. When I went in college to vote, um, I think it was the, was the 2012 election. Um, yeah. They were, like, harassing out there. Like, yeah. they were very intense. And I was just like, ah. Yeah, co- college uh, is good. tough. At, like, even remember the times when you would have, like, somebody from whatever church and they would like bring a box like a soapbox did you ever have that we don't oh, have people college? come and bring out a soapbox and just like i don't know scream and, about abortion yes, yes right right yes i used to hate and that then some so people much. some of the kids would go up and try to argue with them because you know they're like i'm a smart college kid mm-hmm. and i'm gonna prove you wrong right and, you know and then they would I'm go and argue you with your the religion person. that you're brainwashed right. by is not like right. valid so oh i hated that so much yeah college was a place for that but that's how I feel. I feel the same way with salespeople. That's how I feel about multi-level marketing. I'm like, please just, like, I'm not out of here trying to shove my doctor in down your throat. Can you, like, although maybe I am, but whatever. Right. Well, before I came over, uh, I was Snapchatting with Hannah about, because she's, like, on this super Bernie kick, which, I mean, like, mm-hmm. duh, aren't we all? But, like, she's just, like, keeps talking about it, and I'm like... I'm so brokenhearted from, like, the whole DNC debacle of 2016 that, like, I can't even, like, conceptualize. I'm like, I can't, like, I'd love to have this conversation with you, but I just hate the government. So I don't feel like... Yeah, I hear you. It gives me a headache. I hear you. And it's so, like, this election year, it's, like, exceptionally interesting because maybe I just didn't pay as much attention before. But now I feel like you can see, like, that really clear split in the Democratic Party. Like, you have the progressives, like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, and mm-hmm. then you have, like, the the establishment, like, Democrats, yep. like, like people like Hillary Clinton or, right. like, like, Joe Biden or Pete Buttigieg. It's, like, it's mm-hmm. so interesting how you could see, like, the stark contrast between the two groups. And that's what, I guess that's what kind of messed us up in 2016. And... You know. It bugs me out. Now we'll see what happens this year. But then I also can't think about it. Yeah. I'm like, I'll do my duty. No, I think about it. what is the point? <laughs> I know it's you stressful, do. It's stressful, but I do. Well, I'll save it for the end, but like my favorite podcast. But I do think about it a lot, and I like to follow it. I find it all to be very interesting, so. That's literally the only reason I went to vote today, though, because Cody asked me, he was like, last night, he's like, uh. Are you going to go vote tomorrow? And I was like, I don't feel, yes. like, educated enough on, like, the local candidates. But you know what? Even if you're not, at least go vote based on your political party. Which is what I know? did. Yeah. But you know what? I hate that, I hate that too, because... I, so, I had to register Democrat to vote in the primaries. Right. But I was always registered... Not always. When I first registered, I was registered independent. independent. And then I had to switch it... Which it's fine, like, obviously, I'm not voting Republican, like, 
whatever. But um, Cody literally said to me, he's like, oh, you better go because Michelle will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) You are so right. Well, as long as he knows, did he vote? No. Are you kidding me? I don't think he's registered. What? He's like 25 years old. I know. But he even asked me, he was like, didn't you have to register for this? I'm like, yeah, I've been registered. He's like, don't you have to register for each election? I'm like, I'm pretty sure once you're registered, you're registered. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you move and then you have to like change your voting. Exactly. Polling place. But yeah, because I had to do it when I got back from college. Right. But he's such an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But he motivated me to vote. So I can't complain. Well, that's good. So it's in a way Cody voted. Yeah. Today. Instead of you, because if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have voted. Right. Yeah. Who knows how he would have voted? He's crazy. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. He. We have pretty much the same political views, but I, it made me think because I remember um, when Hillary ran the first like back against Obama. I think um, it was like 2008. Okay. I, I don't think. even see it. Back then, I wasn't even old enough to vote, so I didn't pay that much attention. I remember the first time I went, I, cu- I couldn't vote because I was only 17, but Bethany let me go to the polls with her, and I oh, thought yeah. that was really cool because yeah. I was like, okay, now I know how this works. You're like, I'm doing my civic duty, man. By just watching my friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm an American. Yeah, America. But my parents, um, that was the first election that they had voted in like during my lifetime, and... Um, Ever since my dad doesn't go, and I think that's a huge problem. I think that's kind of why we might have gotten to the point we were at because that generation seemed to be way more apathetic, yeah, than we were. And my dad would he has kind of the similar point or point of view that I do, where it's like, how much of a change are we really gonna enact? And so, like, what but, generation are they're like after the baby boomers? What's that generation called? It's X Y Z or Y, so they're Gen X. Right? Okay, yeah, I guess so. Because I was going to say, I feel like the baby boomers are, like, hardcore voters. Mm-hmm. And they're even the ones still. Like, you see the older retired people that always My work the polling places and things like that. Yep. And then I guess our parents' generation was the generation that was kind of like, screw <sighs> the man, I'm not going to vote. Like, Yeah, but then they f- fucked us all for it. So, I don't know. So, at least I feel like I'm making an effort, but I don't know. Like, I was talking to Hannah about, I was like, none of this matters. I don't even give a fuck. I don't even... This is... My whole point is that I don't know what we could do to make it better because I'm not an expert. Right. And none of these politicians are either. So we need to start appointing the experts in these fields, like in fields of education Well, and that would be another... That and, would be one thing that needs to be done is to fund more research, right? Mm-hmm. On gun control. So... Right. I mean, I'm sure there has been research done already. I mean, there has been, but maybe it has been funded enough, and so that's why maybe there's not... Like, some enough middle ground decisions for people to say, okay, let's right. do this, you know? Whereas, like, you have a company or um, you have an organization like the NRA who is, they have millions and billions of dollars. So they can fund right. whatever research they want and put out whatever in- information they want. That's so, the problem, too, because we we're relying on these. It's like what they always would talk about with, like, um, tobacco company research because the people that are are funding the studies you know are obviously slanting the studies in some way and I feel like that's a big part of yeah of course and the media too the media the media which with having a journalism degree I can't understand well it's in my opinion capitalism whatever we're getting very political (laughs) yeah let's uh let's bring Uh, it back a little bit so I just booked a flight like 30 minutes ago. Two? I'm going to LA to visit Lauren. <gasps> oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. In uh, April, during my spring break, I'm going to go visit her for like four and a half days. Are you staying with her? Yeah. And I've never been to California at all. So I'm super excited about that. And it's going to be April. So it should be really nice, right? Like, it'll is, be beautiful. W- it'll be beach weather. Yes. Well, the problem is the ocean there is cold. Okay. Well, I'm not like big in the ocean person anyway. Like, I'll dip in and get out. But mm-hmm. so that's fine with me. If you I can lay be, on the beach, I'll be so happy. April. You should be really good to lay on the beach cuz I went in November. It's weird though because like the Californians are like 
in, you know, like, drug rugs and sweatpants and, like, hoodies and, like, they'll think jackets. It's yeah, and I'm, like, in a full bikini, like, lounging out <laughs> with, like, my friends, all the... You're well, like, what? It's, like, friends. 75 degrees. Yeah, I'm, like, it's gorgeous. I'm getting a tan if I'm in California, and everybody's just, like... <sighs> so, yeah, you'll be fine. And I guess Lauren won't be that adjusted to the temperature yet that she can, like... Yeah. How is she doing out there? Having um, fun? She, yeah, she's doing good. I think she's just got a job working for another law firm out there, so that's good. good. Brandon, her boyfriend, um, just his company transferred him. They have, like, a branch out there, so he's been working. So I think they're doing really good. They always post cool pictures. and Cool. They seem like they're doing cool things. Apparently, there's, like, always movie premieres in L.A. Who hmm. knew? Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought that in Hollywood they, <laughs> they do, do movie, movie premieres? I, I loved L.A. I want to go back so bad. Yeah. I also want to go to Well, you can San come Diego. with me. We would just have to get an Airbnb because we couldn't both fit in her little apartment. Um, I will look into that. Well, mm-hmm. so, I'll send you the dates. Um, Ames's boyfriend is playing a festival with their band in Texas in March. Oh, that would be cool. So I'm trying to go, because I've been trying to go to Texas for forever, but I kind of want to road trip it down. Mm-hmm. My cousin lives in Oklahoma, so I'd like to like swing through Oklahoma on my way back. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I can't plan anything yet because I have so many dogs this month and it's just like way too overwhelming and... Christmas is stressing me out. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get everybody because I'm broke and I have to get my car inspected soon. So yeah. that gives me fucking real anxiety. But yeah, Christmas is creeping up on us because really it's like Black Friday is when you, well, if you're a Black Friday shopper type of person. Even still, like the day after Thanksgiving, it's like, okay, the now I can listen on. to Christmas music. Yeah. I think everybody's getting like homemade gifts this year, but <laughs> cool shit. Like I'm gonna put right, effort into this. Lot of popsicle sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the macaroni? Here's my, here's my handprint turned into a turkey. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> no, legit. I was walking um, Caroline's dog today, and she lives in Newtown, and they're like. I don't know if nobody likes pine cones, but they have the most beautiful pine cones. And I was like, oh. You're just collecting them? Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm bringing a bag so I can take all of these pine cones. Crafts. Crafting. Everybody's <laughs> getting a pine cone wreath for Christmas. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Most of my, not most, like a, a good majority of my friends have their own places. So I'm like, home decor stuff you can yeah. do. If anybody has any suggestion, suggestions for me, cynicalcandor.com. Drop them in the comments below. Drop them in the comments below. Can you comment on podcast? I guess you can. I Rate, know. review, subscribe. <laughs> if you have a recommendation, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. So, well, so you've been to L.A., right? I've been to L.A. So do you have recommendations? So the thing about L.A. was that I was with Zach, so he kind of, like, took me to the cool spots. Go to that, I don't know what it's called, but I didn't get to go, but there's that cool um, place with all of the street lamps that are all, like, right next to each other. It's some sort of, like, art installation-esque thing. It's like a, it's like a, um, like an Instagram picture spot. Exactly. I like those. Uh, Yeah, I'm giving you all the Instagram (laughs) picture spots. Um, In Hollywood, I believe... I think it was, it might have been West Hollywood. I don't remember. I went, when did I, I went like two, probably two years ago this week, honestly. Um, There's a cool set of stairs that is like painted like piano. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. I need to take a picture where I'm holding the Hollywood sign between my two little fingers. Yeah, I wanted to hike to the Hollywood sign, but um, it was far. Can you do that? Can you even get like, Right up close to it? Um, I mean, I don't know how close you can, but you could do the hike up. It's like a two or three hour hike or something like that. So we didn't end up doing it. Also, the problem with L.A. is that the city is like so vastly spread out and traffic is so terrible. So for you to get anywhere, it takes a few hours at a time. Right. So like if you have like dinner reservations or something, right. like you're kind of screwed. So it's better to take public Malibu. transportation? Uh, no. No? No. Uber. Okay. I don't even know if they have, like, 
I don't know the situation as like far as buses or whatever. Or like subway. I, I don't think they have a subway. No. No, because they'll like hurt. Uh, it's gonna be such a strange place. Of, like earthquakes. I don't think they do that. Huh. Okay. I could be wrong. They do trolleys. Okay. In California. That can be cute. Um, they had trolleys in uh, Lisbon, Portugal. When we went, we rode one. Does Lauren have a summer. car out there? She does. I think between the two of like, I think they share a car. I think it's Brandon's car and they share it. Mm. If yeah, drive to Malibu correctly. if she's willing to drive. It's like an hour and a half, but okay, that is the beach. Yeah, so I'll be there for close to five days, so. I think I went for about the same amount of time. You can get a lot done. Oh, there's a flea market. Lauren would probably know what it was called. I think it's only open on, like, Saturdays and Sundays. But that was dope. Cool vintage stuff. I do love flea markets. It was so shitty, though, because I was like, I want all of these, like, mirrors and all of this furniture. And you can't bring it back with you. That's how I felt when I was in Portugal, right? Yeah. I I feel like Portugal, like Lisbon, where I was staying, is almost kind of similar to California. They even had this big red bridge. What is that? The Golden Gate Bridge, Mm -hmm. the one in California? So they had this bridge in Lisbon. Um... And it looked just like the Golden Gate Bridge, and it was red, and apparently it was, like, built by the same company or something. And I also feel like from what you're describing, I feel like they have a lot of similar stuff. Like, they would have, like, the weekend flea markets and all kinds of stuff like that. Maybe the Portuguese had a huge influence in... Perhaps. L.A. is one of those cities where it's, like, a transplant city, so... Yeah. Most people aren't really from L.A. They moved to L.A. Right. Um, so where did you go? You went to Madrid? Okay, so here was my Europe trip. Um, we went to Barcelona for five days, then we flew to Madrid for five days. Um, we did four days in Marrakesh, Morocco, and then four days in Lisbon, Portugal. I would love to go to Marrakesh. All of them were incredible in their own way. Like, anybody who asks me, I do tell them that Barcelona was my favorite just because of uh, even I, it was just like the aesthetic of Barcelona. It was gorgeous. We were staying the the neighborhood we were staying in is called the Gothic Quarter, and it's where they have all the really old cathedrals and that like Gothic architecture. Yeah. It was beautiful. We had we got so many good pictures. The food was delicious. Um, everybody was really friendly, and the like the touristy things we did were really cool too. So I really loved Barcelona. Madrid was very similar to Barcelona, but just I don't know, more more like city ish to me. Okay. And um and then Marrakesh was really cool too. So that was like uh it was it was like a culture shock. Like we stayed in the um in the Medina, which is like the old city, the really old old part of the city. Um, where they have the souks, those shops that you can walk through that are all kind of covered overhead. Mm. And they're just selling oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff everywhere. It's like a huge marketplace. Like a lot. And that was really That's cool, but also really overwhelming in a way because you have the people, which you kind of have this anywhere you travel, but you have the people who are like kind of like harassing you to buy their stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice. We liked Marrakesh. The one thing that was kind of weird about it is that we couldn't get alcohol anywhere. Yeah. Like, it was very difficult to find restaurants that served alcohol because it's, like, a Muslim country, so I guess they just Muslims don't drink? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. If we have any Muslim listeners. It's, like, not common, maybe? I don't know. Less common? And the fact that we were staying in the old city, there wasn't any alcohol. Right. It was really hard to come across. I think we found, like, two restaurants the whole time who served it. Um, so yeah, Marrakesh was really cool. We did do a camel ride in the mountains. In your full garb, I loved it. Yes, it was so cool. And um, and then Lisbon was our last stop. And Lisbon was really beautiful. It's like very historic, you know? Like like Portugal was like one of the first, like, what do you call them? Like the first, like... Countries? Explorer? <laughs> no, like, like yeah, explorers. Yeah. So they have really cool, it was like a port city. Like they had oh, really okay. cool... Like, um, old castle buildings that would, like, overlook the water and things like that. So, Lisbon was really, really cool. I recommend all four places. Like, all four cities we went to were really beautiful. And I highly recommend that people just go to Europe. Like, don't worry about the money because money is always going to come and go. It Mm -hmm. cost me a lot of money. I spent a lot of money, but I planned it so far in advance that I was able to pay it off in payments on my credit card. Um... And then while we were over there, I used the travel credit card. I got a Capital One Venture One card, which I highly recommend that card as well. 
Um, there's no international fees. So you just use your Capital One card the whole time you're over there. And then you just worry about the bill when you get home. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to worry about carrying big wads of cash around with you. That's what I did in Jamaica. Yeah. Although in Jamaica, you wanted to use cash for the most part. Yeah. No, in Europe, everywhere you go, they'll take a card. Yeah. I thought it was so much easier. So, yeah, definitely go to Europe. Don't put it off. Once you have kids in a house, you're never going to get to go. True that. So if you get the chance, even if you don't have the chance, just book it and go and pay it off in a, in a payment plan and you'll get there and it'll be the experience of a lifetime. That's the best way to do it. That's how I don't, I've done all my traveling is just kind of like, all right, we're just going to plan this several months out right. and put it on the credit card. And Yep, that's how you have to do There's a will, it. there's a way. Right. And you can think of a million other things that you probably need to be spending that money on, but... Once you take the trip and you have the memories, like, it will be totally worth it. And it, I always think of planning trips as, like, that's why I think I've been, like, wigging out so much lately because I haven't gone. Well, I went to Jamaica, but that was, like, on a friend's dime and a family trip. So that was kind of like a... I did pay for my airfare and shit, like, anything I wanted there. But, like, I didn't... I, I felt like a get... Like, it wasn't my trip, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. But um, I feel like I've been See, like, that would I give need me to extreme do some anxiety. If I tried to go on a trip with my friend's family, it would be hor- not horrible. It would just be like this level of discomfort it, that I would feel the whole time. It kind of was. And listen, they were the most fucking welcoming people. I'm so right. grateful for Todd and his whole family were like the shit. I still have anxiety because I need to send them something as a thank you. I just haven't figured out like what I want to give them that is like... You know, I don't know, but I have to send them something. I want, I kind of want to get them like a, a Groupon for a fun activity and like send oh, them yeah. the money to cover it kind That'd of cool. situation because mm-hmm. I am on a budget. But or anyway, even like something like a fandango or something where they can like go out and do something. Yeah, I want because they, they obviously like to do shit if they plan this whole thing, but I, I'm very grateful for it. Um, and they made me feel very comfortable, but I did. There was, like, a air of the whole, like... Because we're not dating, and I filled the right. spot of his ex-girlfriend, and it was kind of just, like, I'm an accessory to this. And then I felt like maybe I was supposed to be acting like a girlfriend. Like, you're wondering, like, his fa- is his family under the impression that he's bringing you because you're dating? Right, or? right. And, yeah, so... But it was very... It was fine. It was completely fine, but it wasn't the same as, like, just going on a girl's trip or, right. like... Like, when we went to New Orleans, and that was something that, like, I definitely dug myself in a hole that I obviously was able to dig myself out of, but, um... You mean, like, financially? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was in, like, credit card debt until, like, Jamaica, basically. My credit card bill when I got back from Europe was insane. It's bad. I mean, luckily, me and Kev split it down the middle because we were... We we both just used my card the whole time we Mm -hmm. were there. So we split it down the middle, but it was still a lot of freaking money. You know what I said on the way back from New Orleans? I was like, you know what? Even when I went to Jamaica, too, I'm like, we could literally die in the plane crash home and none of this debt will mean anything. So why the fuck not? And it'll be gone eventually. Like, Mm -hmm. it will get paid eventually. Exactly. Um, All right. We have to take a break. All right. We're back. Now that my bladder is empty. So we're going to play this game that I invented. If it's already been invented, um, then sorry, I took credit for it. But um, what inspired me was I had this friend in college, this former roommate, that would always do these stupid things. And she'd be like, if you're listening, Morgana, I love you. (laughs) She'd always like say a stupid shit and be like, would you be friends with me if I walked like this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> or like, if I talked like this, would you be friends with me? And we'd be like, girl, I, I guess, I don't know. Well, so I, hope, I hope you're going to get up and act out whatever the thing is. Oh, they're not. They're, they're just questions. Okay. Okay. So, would you be friends with me if I sucked my snot back in my nose instead of blowing it out all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so like you're you're a person who's just constantly sniffling? Okay. All right. <laughs> like that. Um I mean, I think yes, I would be friends with you, but I would definitely check you on it. Like I would, would I'd be like, "Girl, you need to blow your nose because you're sucking up all them germs and that is unhealthy." So what if I didn't listen to you? I <laughs> 
I don't know. Maybe I would just like like grab your face and hold a tissue up to your face and be like, play, like you know how they do to babies. They're like, blow. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, oh, I could get one of those little um, the suckers that the mom uh, used to just <laughs> shove the sucker, the yeah, the snout up my nose, like they do to babies. Um, I, I would try to help you. I thought of that because I always have a tissue on me. So on the adverse, if you're my friend, you know that I always have a tissue, like a ragged ass tissue on me because I'm constantly blowing my nose. It's terrible. Okay. Um, would you be friends with me if I became like the worst vegan ever and was like, don't oh, eat me. See that? You don't eat me. I need all vegan dishes at our friends giving. Yeah, I'm definitely okay with veganism, but not like militant vegans yeah. who are Judge that you. way. So I would probably, honestly, I would probably just have to start to like fade away, <laughs> like just not hang out with you <laughs> as often. You I don't think like, that I would we're like going to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would like stop being your friend completely, but I would definitely have to spend less time with you because there's only so much you can listen. To that, you know, like I would have to take you in small doses. I'd be like, don't um, buy that leather couch because I'm not going to sit on it. Bitch, I look good in leather. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fake leather. Would you uh, be friends with me if I wore perfume? (laughs) I think I'm so funny. (laughs) If I wore perfume that smelled like Parmesan cheese. Do you ever see? Do you ever see the episode of The Office where Karen Filippelli starts working at like the the Scranton branch, and she's like, "Oh, what is that smell?" And she's like, "What is that? Does somebody have like an air freshener plugged in?" And Phyllis is like, "Here, let me look. Let me help you." And she leans over her, and it's Phyllis's perfume. (laughs) (laughs) And Karen's like, "You know, could you wear less perfume?" And she's like, "Do you know who bought me this perfume, Bob Vance?" (laughs) And then, and then Karen's like, who's Bob Vance? And she's like, you have a lot to learn, sweetie. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, Bob um... Vance refrigeration? I would buy you a new perfume for Christmas. Okay, you'd be subtly suggesting... Yes, I'd be like, here, girl, try this DKNY. Okay, and this is the last one. This is a shout-out to Thomas. <laughs> Would you be friends with me if I drank hot dog juice? <laughs> this is a two-parter. <laughs> and proceeded to burp in your face. <laughs> no. <laughs> that one is just a no. And you can drink the hot dog juice if you want to, but you better stay away from me. <laughs> Our friend growing up, one of the real Indian Creekers, grew up around oh the block God, from us. Oh my God, yes. He was like one of those kids who would eat raw hot dogs. <laughs> he would pour the, he would put them in like a bigger Ziploc bag so that all the juice would settle oh, and then he would tilt it back. That's and fucking just... foul. I didn't need, I don't even remember I'm that. Like, I... <laughs> you don't remember it? I don't know. One I don't of the times we were that. playing Kings around the table, that we were like, what are foul. you doing? And I don't know if he really liked it or if he was doing it for attention. He was probably doing it just to be funny, like, haha, look at me. That's just, a, that's not okay. Yeah, that's, Hot dogs are bad that's enough. That's foul. No, I would not. Okay, good. <laughs> no. The answer is no. <laughs> So if I ever have a huge problem with you and it's like end all be all, I'm just gonna drink hot dog juice and burp in your face. And that will be the end of us. <sighs> all right. Any so I know you have some podcast recs. Oh yeah. I don't really have any TV show recommendations because all my TV shows are like on off season right now. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for Ozark to come back. Um, How many seasons of that are there? I think there's only two so far. Mm-hmm. So it'll be the third season. Um, what else? I didn't really get to watch this season of American Horror Story because I don't have cable. Well, I have cable here, but we usually watch the Apple TV and there's no cable on there. Um, but movies on Netflix, did you watch In the Tall Grass? Yes. That one's good. So it's a Stephen King. I think it's based on a short story. And I was wondering. Yeah, I think it's based on a short story and I really liked it. Um, I watched it twice, actually. I really liked it. I did too. I like that he infuses, like, sci-fi into his... You know, he's, like, horror and sci-fi, and he it's, like, a really nice blend. Yeah, I liked that it was less horror. Right. Um, but it was still, it like, was suspenseful. Though. Still suspenseful. 
Yeah. Lots of suspense. Um, I was just really annoyed because, like, it's not like a cornfield. It's actually grass. Tall grass. Yeah. And I'm like, why aren't you just, like, pushing it down? Yeah. And I know, like, the dude was, like, tying it or whatever, but, like... The, I guess the thing of it was that I'd it has be, like, a mind of its own. I'd be, like, pulling it out of the mud. I know. You know. I was just like, just push it down, guys. But other than that, I thought it was a good ending. Like, I liked the... Yeah. I won't... We won't spoil yes. it. So I you. recommend In the Tall Grass. That one was good. Um, there's another, like, Netflix original that came out. It was called Fractured. Did you watch that one? That was decent. Who was in it? I don't know. I don't, they were, like, kind of, like... What's the premise? Um, that the father... It's, like, a father, mother, and a daughter, and they... The daughter, like, gets injured while they're, like, driving. Yes. They're, like, on vacation or yes. something. The daughter gets injured. They go to the hospital. It's Lily Ray is the mom. Yes. And so the, the little girl goes back to get x-rays, and then she disappears. And the hospital tries to tell him that, that, that was his so daughter good. was never there. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Fractured, I recommend that one. I really was... Uh, I was, like, this is either two things. And, like, obviously the right. one was right. But I was, like... You couldn't tell, like, right. if, they, if it was, like, a psychological yeah, thriller even or, like, a the very mystery, end. Right. which I guess it's both in the actual genre of it, but that was good. Yeah. It executed that very well, I think. Yes. So, I like those. Um, and then as far as podcasts go, I don't listen to too many. I probably listen to, like, three podcasts, but my favorite podcast that I listen to is The Young Turks. They're, like, an independent media company. And that's where I like to get all my news from. So, like, the two, what are they even called? Newscasters? What do you call people who, to the two journalists? I guess they're journalists. Yeah, I guess the two, like, journalists or the two, like, hosts, um, they're both very progressive. I really like their ideas. But the one thing I like about the Young Turks is that they will give you the facts. I feel like they're one of the very few, like, media companies who will give you real facts. So... Anytime they're going to report on something, they give all the facts of the case, like, very objectively, and then they'll say, now here's my opinion on it, Mm -hmm. and then they'll give you their opinion, and I really like that, because I feel like so many other um, major news companies, CNN, Fox News, and all the other big ones, you know, um, it's just not real. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all distorted, and it's all manipulated, and none of it's real, you know? Like, I feel like you can't get the real facts from any of them. You would have to watch four of them and piece the facts together yourself. So Which I really... Why I like the New York Times. I like print mm-hmm. journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, my degree is in print journalism right. and not broadcast media. But uh, that's, the bit, that's the problem because they're all funded by these conglomerates. And that's why you're never getting... So you, you cannot get your news from the TV anymore. Right. And I think podcast is a good way for people that don't like to read their news. Yes. To, yeah. Yeah, I've yet to listen to them, but I'll have to... Yeah, so I highly them. recommend the Young Turks podcast. Um, it's really good. And even if you're not somebody who's, like, very into politics, it's entertaining. Like, the two journalists who host most of the episodes, they're actually... They have, like, a really good relationship. They're funny and... I like listening to what they have to say. It's actually really interesting. So I highly recommend that. And then um, the only other podcast I really listen to, um, what's it even called? It's mine. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I do listen to yours. I listen to every episode because I I like to listen to them to and from work. Um, What is the other podcast called that I listen to? Oh, The Daily Swole. It's called The Daily Swole. It's this fitness guy. His Instagram name is Swole Normus, and his podcast is called The Daily Swole. And I really like him because he is entertaining. Um, He's very, like, he's, like, a no-bullshit person in the fitness industry. Like, he'll tell you what, like, what it is. He'll tell you the truth. Um, I feel like like, I've heard him as a guest on a podcast before. Yeah, I think he probably has been on a few people's podcasts. He's, like, super educated. Um... And he's just kind of, like, not afraid to say what he's thinking. So I really like his podcast. It's called The Daily Swole. He, like, so he used to be a certified trainer. He was actually, like, certified to, he was, like, a certified person who would teach personal trainers how to get certified. Like, he would teach classes for, like, NASM and stuff like that to certify other personal trainers. So he used to have tons of other, like, certifications. I think he has since let them expire Mm because he just doesn't give a shit anymore. But, um... I don't know, he just has, like, a lot of interesting opinions, 
and he talks about something called an elimination diet. So you hear about people always trying to try new diets to lose weight and things like that. And he recommends that people go through an elimination diet where you basically cut back like major, major food groups. You only eat a few things for like a few weeks. And then you slowly start to introduce other things back into your diet Mm -hmm. to see what things are causing you inflammation that you might not have even known about. Like you could have a gluten allergy and never know. Or you could have like be lactose intolerant and not even realize it. Like Or you could be allergic to nightshades like tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So I really like when he talks about the elimination diet because I feel like that's like I don't know, it's it's a really good way for people to realize what's causing them to gain weight or what's causing them inflammation and stuff like that. I did um, the virgin diet, which was a form of an elimination diet, a couple years ago, and I found out that, like, processed grains are terrible for me, which I think they're pretty terrible for everybody, but they affect my neck, like... I yeah. can, my neck and back, I can feel the inflammation. Like, dairy's not a problem for me at all, where some people I know it is a huge problem. Right. Um, and there was something else that, like, oh, red meat. I'm not very good with red meat. Yeah. But, me again, a lot of people aren't good with I don't eat meat. a ton of meat to begin with, but, yeah, yeah. Ma- meat does cause me stomach problems. Um, so, yeah, those are the two podcasts that I like, and, of course, yours is my number one. <laughs> it better be, bitch, or else <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. Yeah. Um, I only have two things. Oh, I have three things, actually, but, um, I was dog-sitting this weekend at the place. They don't have internet, because they're only here for, like, four months, so, and they travel for work, and I guess their work provides them the apartment. They travel for work, but they have dogs? One dog. Oh, see, I don't know. But they're, they trap, so they're here for four months in an apartment, so they're, workplace puts them up in an apartment but they have to go out of town for a wedding but this is not their home home no they're gone in like four months which is kind of like sad for me because I'm like getting attached to this animal and then like I don't know but they don't if like internet and cable isn't included with the apartment like if they have to come out and do an install or whatever they don't have it so which I'm sure they have like hot spots through work and shit so they don't have a problem with it but me on a limited data plan I'm like Okay, what am I going to do? So they set up the DVD player in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. I'm like, sweet, I'm going to Redbox, baby. (sighs) And they actually tweeted, Redbox tweeted back at me, and they were like, that's all you need. Ah, that's like, how you can tell they're a dying industry exactly they're tweeting at me with 200 dollars <laughs> yeah they like they easily see their name being mentioned because right. it's probably not mentioned very often right um but i rented the movie crawl which is um the one about the gators oh okay so it's like this chick um and her dad are stuck in florida in their house during a hurricane they get stuck in the crawl space, and then all these gators, like, swim in through I the storm like, drain. Yeah, I feel like I saw commercials for that. Yeah. Um, I started watching it with your sister the other day, and then we fucking asked out. We had a sleepover. It was kind of cute, but... Um, she <laughs> At was, her house? Yeah, oh, after right. the ghost tour. She's like, can you stay with me because Dante's not here? And I was like, honestly, you have internet, so yes. <laughs> here. But um, she said it was kind of cheesy, and my dad... I told him, I was like, it was pretty good. You should watch it. He's like, it looks kind of cheesy. And I'm like, are you guys in cahoots? Or, like, uh, what's the deal here? But I didn't think it was cheesy. I mean, it was, like, normal, cinematic. Like, I feel like if Laura thought it was cheesy, then it was. Because Laura's pretty cheesy herself. <laughs> so if she considers a movie to be cheesy, then it must be. I just liked the premise of, like, alligators or cro- whatever. Are they crocodiles? I don't know I which don't know. is which. I think they're the same thing, aren't they? No, they're two different things. Saltwater, freshwater. Yes. So these are the saltwater ones, I'm assuming. Mm. I don't know. It just scared the shit out of me to think about, like, people do get eaten by those things all the fucking time. And, right. like... Yeah, that's true. They're dinosaurs or something. No, they definitely are dinosaurs. Or just, it was a cool thought, though. Like, I liked the premise of the movie. It was kind of predictable. Oh, and I finally watched The Lion King. It was so cute. I've been thinking about writing it. Oh, it was so cute. I heard, like, eh. Did you see Aladdin? Yes. Did you like that? I did. Yeah. I liked Aladdin. All right. Then I'll like them. I've heard a lot of hate on them, but... No, I liked them both. I feel like you'll, you'll like them just because it's, like, reminiscent of your childhood. Right. You know, for that reason. If I was, like, somebody who had never seen the originals growing up, I probably wouldn't, like, really give two shit about it. Like, it's not really a cinematic masterpiece right. or anything. But I because just... it's so nostalgic, you're like, oh. 
I heard a lot of people from our generation like be like, eh, it's fucking stupid. And well, I'm they're like, just... It's not a cartoon, so I don't know what you were expecting. Right. I did, I did hear the Aladdin soundtrack. I guess I didn't hear it. All the songs were the same. I think there was one song different that um, Jasmine sang, some like feminist song about like... Not, they, not being held down and stuff, but all the other songs were like the regular Aladdin songs. They were like upbeat or like more updated hip hoppy in a way. Okay, yeah. Which I thought was cool. Yeah. I was like, all right, this it's, is. But it goes along with the rest of the like aesthetic of the movie, right? Um, I watched this show called Crazy Head on Netflix. It was only six episodes. It was only one season that was done in 2016, so I'm guessing it's canceled. It was, like, a channel for, like, a British-type mm-hmm. series. Um, but it's about, like, demon hunters, but it's comedy, and it was very funny. I liked that a lot. And other than that, I have been so busy that I haven't really done anything other than my regular shows this season, but I do listen to this podcast called Twisted Philly. And I I don't listen, like, regularly enough, but um, she did a special, a two-part special on Penhurst Asylum. Oh. And I thought it was pretty... She does, like, creepy stuff. Right. Like, but the first part of it was all the history of everything. Yeah, the mistreatment of the patients mm-hmm. and everything. It's so sad. Yeah. And then the second part was, like, ghost stories and accounts of, like, you know, things right. that have gone on there. So I thought that was really cool because it took it from both sides. Like, it wasn't all, like hokey and like you know speculative but um yeah gave the background i like that yeah all right well this has been a pleasure it has do you have um, any social media you want to plug definitely not all right great (laughs) don't look her up sorry please don't look me up (laughs) um i guess you don't want your last name and that yeah no i mean like being a teacher, I have to be very careful with my social media. I don't even have Facebook. I haven't had it since probably, like, 2012 or 2013. Yeah, I can still tag you in things. No, because it comes back <laughs> from the dead. I have deleted my Facebook so many times. It brings itself back to life. I finally went in probably, like, two weeks ago, and I, I found, I searched and dug and found a place where it said, like, you can click this to delete it permanently. permanently. So I did. I it, And it was hard to find that option. Like, they hide it. So I did it, I clicked it, I'll delete this permanently, and then a thing popped up saying, okay, in 30 days, we'll delete it permanently. Like, rude. Like, I want to delete it now. now. I wanted it gone for the last six years. So my Facebook will be gone in 30 days permanently, even though it's been gone since 2013. Damn it. I like tagging you in things, even if you never see them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thanks. Say goodbye to the bitches. All right, bye, everybody. Have a calm bitches. Bye, bitches. (laughs) See ya.